0: Hello, and welcome to Ono oh Ross and Carrie, the show where we don't just report on fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but take part ourselves.
1: Yep, when they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Carrie Poppy.
0: And I'm Ross Blotcher. And... We're going back to the Conscious Life Expo.
1: Yay! We never left.
0: We were there the whole time. It was quite
1: a weekend. Waiting
0: for you to come back so we could lead you around some more of the show floor at the LAX Hilton.
1: Uh, Before we get started, Ross. Yeah. A little somber note. Yeah. There was a, a recent death in the Flat Earth community.
0: Mike Hughes went by the moniker Mad Mike Hughes. He had built a number of rockets to propel himself ever higher, and he wanted to demonstrate the flatness of the earth. He thought that was the shape of things. He'd had a few attempts. One had gone, I think, well enough. One, he'd been pretty seriously hurt with a back injury. You had talked to him by email a couple of times.
1: Yeah, we really wanted to go and see one of these rocket launches. And he was very nice to me. We didn't actually get to meet him but when I heard that he was gone, I did have that feeling of, like, someone I know being missing, you Yeah.
0: Know? As, as I it's recall, he would give you kind of partial information. You'd say, cool, well, what time is it going <laughs> to be? That's right. And you'd say, like, see you Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait, where are we going? <laughs> Some
1: definite mad scientist energy.
0: It's interesting. We posted about this and kind of saluted his enterprising spirit. And it sparked quite a debate amongst even our listeners. And I know that, well, with the death of anybody, you know, it's a sad time and it's extra complicated when it's somebody who's kind of promoting something that is either not right or in some cases harmful. There's a lot of emotions that that come along with an event like that.
1: And when someone does believe something a little askew, the thing I really want from them is be willing to test and really look at it, right? Right. And I can't fault mike on that axis.
0: Yeah, he was willing to uh not just build a rocket but get inside of it. Hopefully uh there's no copycats out there. Hopefully the lesson has been made that that can very much be a fatal activity. Anyways, we liked his moxie. You know, we wish all of his supporters well and hope nobody else tries that.
1: Yeah. Cheers to Mike.
0: To Mike. The Conscious Life Expo.
1: So if you're joining us for the first time, you're going to want to go back an episode.
0: Well, yeah, because we talk about all these amazing vendors that we're running into, but there's more.
1: There's more.
0: We mentioned this before. We only scratched the surface of this conference and we just thought, oh, this would be a fun kind of exploration to do to see what's there. There are so many things that we did not see and would love to tell you about. One in particular that stood out to me was a talk by... David Avocado Wolf.
1: Ah, uh, yes. We've heard about him for a long time.
0: I don't think I've ever actually heard him speak directly. Me neither. But we've been at conferences with him there.
1: And I only ever remember that name.
0: It's such a memorable name. For sure. But yeah, he deals in a lot of, I think, alternative medical advice that he gives people. Well, he had this keynote workshop on Saturday. He only went by the name David Wolf there. Maybe he's losing oh, okay. the avocado. I don't know.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Have, Maybe it got too expensive.
0: He's got uh, a goatee and a lot of curly hair that's split right down the middle.
1: Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a look.
0: All it, right. So
1: <laughs> It is.
0: The title of his keynote workshop was Detoxification More Important Than Nutrition.
1: Oh, wow. Hmm. I guess there are situations where that's true.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: An overdose, for example. Some
0: very rare mm-hmm, situations mm-hmm. that probably-
1: If someone's overdosing- don't give them a banana.
0: The breakout points here are the unmentioned longevity discoveries of science, the astonishing world of carbon charcoal, activated charcoal, and super charcoals. Oh. Super charcoals. How to detoxify your body step by step and emerging strategies to double your lifespan.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Anybody want to take bets on how long David Avocado Wolf lives?
1: Oh, yeah. Let's see. How old is he now? He's 49. 49.
0: I'm going to say he probably lives into his 80s.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say 86.
0: So uh, I don't know if that would be doubling of the lifespan, but... Wait, hold
1: on. 1970 plus 86, he's born in 70. It'd be 2056. I'm just putting it on my calendar to check.
0: Good idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully mm-hmm.
0: we're a little younger than he is. Hopefully we'll be around to pay attention. You see so often people like Deepak Chopra, you know, will talk about these tips to stay eternally youthful and, you know... He's still looking good, but he ages just like everybody else.
1: Yeah. I'm going to have to write a note to myself because it takes a long time to flip forward to 2056.
0: <laughs> Indeed. And- yeah. I feel like this would be a fun endeavor to kind of go through and find all the the gurus and teachers and you know thought leaders telling you secrets to eternal life and just keep a record of how long they live.
1: Yeah. It's like Deepak Chopra kind of invited that when he wrote that book about not aging and then aged, I mean, you know, like a normal person.
0: Right now the batting average is the same for everybody. Yeah. Pretty much.
1: Yeah. At least that upper end.
0: Right. Yeah. You and know We haven't
1: figured out past about a hundred.
0: The centenarians are very impressive. They are few and far between. And they don't get much farther than like 116 in extreme Mm -hmm. cases. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Which is
1: weird because Ella's going to live that long.
0: Aren't you, Ella?
1: Yes, I am. I am asleep.
0: I don't know. I'm just registering my prediction that David Avocado Wolf does not double his lifespan.
1: Yeah, I guess no matter what. Year you live to, you could be like, but I was supposed to live to 41.
0: mm Then his uh, byline, it says, he is the Indiana Jones of the superfoods and longevity multiverse. What
1: does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Goes into those universes and takes things back to ours like an archaeologist?
0: They belong in a museum. Uh, David's <laughs> innovative ideas and products have transformed health food stores, grocery departments, and kitchens worldwide. He's the co developer of the Nutribullet. Is that true? that's what it says.
1: I gave Drew a Nutribullet for his birthday. There we go. Oh my goodness, it's in the kitchen right now. I
0: bet avocados taste great in it.
1: Probably. We mostly do PB2, which is a peanut... Protein shake.
0: That was just another sign of many that we passed by on the way. And so you had Russell Brand, you had David Wolf, uh, George Nori, all kinds of other people giving talks. There was some kind of talent show going on.
1: I tried to get into that. Did I you? thought you'd be so delighted if I was in that.
0: Yeah. But
1: uh, no, you had to sign up for it way before. Oh, okay. Like months before. What
0: would your talent have been?
1: I don't even know. I was just like, I need to get in that. And then I walked up and asked and they are like, Oh, yeah. You had to do this a while ago, ma'am.
0: Oh, I think if I could have entered, I would have sung the Rainbow Connection.
1: Ah, in the Kermit voice or just your normal voice? Probably my
0: normal voice.
1: People are going to want that now, but you're going to have to wait for Max Fund Drive.
0: <laughs> my, my Kermit voice is not on point. I feel like I should work on that. But that's a song that I really like. But when I listen to the lyrics, I realize like, oh, this is kind of the opposite worldview that I'm normally oh, championing. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. it's so delightful. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's I like, would sing it for this crowd.
1: There are things in the universe that kind of call you from the great beyond. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: you know, the sweet voice that calls the young sailor.
1: Oh, right, that right, right. That voice might be
0: one and the same. Yeah. So at this point, I was still wandering around. I don't. know, we, We've gone a little out of sequence, and we'll continue to go out of sequence as we tell our stories. But I was wandering around on the second floor before I'd even picked up my wristband. I've met Jimmy Church. I've met Linda Moulton Howe. What but,
1: a day already.
0: Yeah, there was even uh, there was this other booth over there, Young
1: <laughs>
0: J-U-N-G-B-U-B.
1: Young Boob?
0: Young Boob. Huh. They gave me a handout.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh,
0: that's right. His name is Chiang Gong.
1: Okay. But yes. it
0: was gonna be a Young workshop. And uh this happened multiple times in this expo. Where you would walk past a booth and you could tell that the people manning or, or womanning the booths were adherents. This was maybe their religion mm-hmm. or, you know, they were following someone that they considered their sacred teacher. Mm-hmm. And and they're kind of trying to push the services. And it just feels very awkward, like, to quickly pass by someone for whom, like, this is a very important part of your life. Oh, yeah. And I'm just browsing here.
1: Yeah. They're like, can I give you the secrets of the universe? And you're like, ooh, a geode.
0: <laughs> exactly. There were two young women there. They were telling me that spiritual mentor Qian Gong was going to be there the next day. And this was a big and important opportunity that I shouldn't miss out on. So it was going to be Sunday morning. This is still Saturday. And I could write out questions in advance.
1: Oh. So
0: they gave me this, uh, this sheet with a QR code. I think this led me to his YouTube channel. Okay. We, we watched a bit of that video the other day. He talked very slowly. He had a very long beard. And oh, okay. even longer hair. Huh, okay. And he was talking about finding meaning in his life. Ah. Huh. Oh, okay. A means righteous or cosmic law. I'm sure I'm mm-hmm. saying that wrong. But the four ethics that we learn... Of Hungic action are what should I do for my neighbor? Mm-hmm. That's good. What should I do for our community? Okay. Well, I mean these are questions; they're not answers. But what should I do for my country? Okay. okay. And what should I do for the international community?
1: Okay. All right. Cool. Fine.
0: Oh yeah, I love this. Uh, in the are b- there answers? No, those are the ethics.
1: Ah, uh, okay. I guess
0: just questions. I, I guess make may- you want more. Maybe the ethic is that you just learn to be regularly asking these questions. And
1: I'll take it. That could be good. It's also a trifle, so it doesn't have to have everything.
0: It also made it clear that Qian Gong does not have any prepared topics for his lectures. However, he can answer any questions you may have.
1: Oh, it's a satsang.
0: Yeah. It's just, that's so constant in this place. There's people dressed in white robes, and they're all standing around. You can tell, you know, they're part of some sort of religious group, mm-hmm. and you're just passing them by like you are the the pyramid seller.
1: And. What are they thinking as they see each other?
0: Right. Like, oh, you follow the different master.
1: Right. You guys are all wrong or?
0: Or, Yeah, we're right in different ways. Yeah. It seems like that would be the natural question to ask like, oh, well, either I should be following the same guy you are Mm -hmm. or you're wrong and you should be following my master.
1: Yeah, unless it's like a. Different strokes for different folks thing, but that's not usually the attitude you get in a religion.
0: So I don't, I don't think we've ever seen that dynamic play out with any of these groups disagreeing with each other. It just feels like there's this kind of implied tension. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that was just you know one of many things as I'm walking around, and you sometimes try to avoid eye contact, and sometimes <laughs> you make it. Well, the eye contact I did make was as I walked past that particular room. The adjoining one had this display that immediately drew me over to it. Because it had a collection of devices uh, mm. and a big picture of Nikola Tesla in the background. Nice. Like you do.
1: We hear about Nikola Tesla a lot. An esteemed scientist, but also a person with some wacky ideas.
0: Sometimes those go hand in hand. Definitely a genius. But there's, I think, a reason that you see him cited 50 times more than, say, Edison would be at a conference like this. Right. Einstein's also popular, but he's one of those people, kind of like Jesus, everybody wants to appropriate Einstein.
1: And just his quotes. Yeah. Nikola Tesla, at least there's nods to weird machines he had and stuff. With Einstein, it's like, we know this one equation, and here's a picture of him, and a quote we slapped on it.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Well, I know you you got to visit this Ah, booth, right?
1: I did visit this booth, but he wasn't there. I went there a few times, and every time I went, no one was personing it. Oh,
0: well, yeah. yeah, I found Michael Lees himself.
1: Oh, there he is. Wow, the Michael Lees.
0: He's a gentleman. Does he
1: speak Michael Lees?
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. A, a war, gentleman, war, 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 war. maybe in his uh, 50s? Yeah. I would guess. Um, I'm
1: going to say 56. Okay. Is he American? He looks like he'd speak in a British accent.
0: You know, that's a good point. As far as I could tell, he's American. And from reading about him, yes, it does look like he he lives in these United States. Okay. And so all I knew was that I see a guy standing behind a booth. He's next to someone who can reunite you with your star family and on the other side, there's like some kind of alien radio or podcast show.
1: My goodness, how do you pick?
0: Right. Well, I pick because I see the one that has the little mini Tesla coil set up at the oh, desk. yeah. And pictures of Tesla and little... Uh, we got books like Cosmic Continuum by Ernest L. Norman, Cyclic Energy. There's The Infinite Concept of Cosmic Creation, also by Ernest L. Norman, and Infinite Contact by Ernest L. Norman, Tempus Invictus by...
1: Ernest Norman? Correct. Okay. It
0: turns out Ernest L. Norman is the co-founder of Unarius.
1: Oh, whoa.
0: Yeah. And I found out Michael Lees is a member of Unarius.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So we have not investigated the Unarius Society.
0: Indeed. Are the
1: Unarians. What do they go by?
0: Unarius Academy of Science. Okay. They are obviously a fruitful... Topic in and of themselves. Yeah. Uh, that hopefully we can get into at some point.
1: But they are alien believers. And I think they're well known for making some pretty wild public access videos. Oh,
0: yes. Some really entertaining and very well costumed presentations as well. They strike a striking pose mm. uh, in their visual styling. But yeah, apparently Unarius stands for Universal Articulate Interdimensional Understanding of Science.
1: Ooh. And I picture someone writing that out and being like, "Oh shoot, we don't have an I. We don't <laughs> have an R. We're almost there."
0: Got to get this backronym working. <laughs> yeah, Ernest Leland Norman was one of his like really important thought grandfathers as well, of course, as Nikola Tesla. He also kept in our conversation. He kept citing Walter Russell. I had to look this guy up. Oh, that's
1: a familiar name. Who is that?
0: He started as a painter and sculptor, but eventually he got into spirituality and his own version of cosmogony and all of these revelations about a cosmic consciousness and this new vision of the universe and how it's all connected. Cool. Yeah. Cool, so man. all of these kind of esoteric thinkers had inspired Michael Lees to start building his own devices. Okay. Yeah, and so he had there, he had this device that was kind of covered up with a with a purple shawl.
1: Oh yeah. And okay. he
0: he lifted it up for me and said, "Oh yeah, I want to see this. Uh, yeah, yes, please."
1: And what does it do? What's it for? So,
0: he turned it on and here I'll play a little video for you.
1: So, we've been running this thing 10, 15 minutes or 5 minutes or less than that, whatever the video
0: is. And it starts spinning around and it's got a bunch of magnets and there's wires running everywhere and little plates of metal holding wire coils. So once he kind of cranks it up or connects it to an external battery, these magnets will start spinning quickly and Uh he has them arranged on these cones the cones are facing with the pointy ends in toward each other
1: right okay So, so
0: there's seeing that six total so think of like the sides of a die essentially and those are the bases of the cones and then the cones are tapering inward where their points are going towards the center and so they can all spin and i'm not sure how he's arranged the polarities here but it's in such a way that kind of once you get them spinning, they'll spin around a lot. Mm. I don't think this in itself is supposed to be a free energy device. Okay. He talks about free energy elsewhere, like in his presentations, but I think this is supposed to be... First of all, he, he was talking about how... Normally, if you have a disc that spins really fast, it forms a gyroscope, and then it wants to remain stable. Okay. So he designed this one so that it could kind of move in every direction, and the the movement of these spinning magnets would counteract each other. And I'm not sure if it's connected to this other device, but Hmm. it, it seems like another big thing that he's all about is building these little Tesla coils, and he says, yeah, normally you see a Tesla coil, and it's sparking out like even visible arcs of energy, and it's like a big, flashy, showy thing, but he thinks Tesla was working towards another innovation, which was to be able to take that energy and transmit it wirelessly.
1: Oh, okay. many
0: people have talked about this, how, you know, that's what Tesla was really trying to go toward was wireless transmission of Uh, just pure energy.
1: Okay. I think we should explain what a perpetual motion or free energy machine is.
0: There's a lot here. Yes, thanks for saying that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no problem. So here's my understanding. You probably have a better one. But my understanding is it's a fictitious idea Mm -hmm. um, of a machine that will you put some startup energy into it and then it continues forever Mm -hmm. perpetually and keeps generating energy even though you've only put a little bit in. But if you had just one of those, you'd never have to invent any electric device Again,
0: <laughs> indeed,
1: because you could just create energy non stop for the entire gosh darn world.
0: And in our travels, we've encountered many people, I think, immediately of Stephen Greer, who are convinced that free energy machines already exist.
1: Oh, right, and
0: you know, the gover- they
1: are keeping it from us. Yeah,
0: the government doesn't want us to have them. Why would the government not be using them and saving tons of money? Oh, right. It's an absurd proposition. I guess maybe they they are,
1: but then they're telling us that it's electricity or coal or whatever, so we'll just pay into their coffers.
0: Yeah, while we pollute the atmosphere. Well, there's a lot of things tied in there together. But yeah, that's the idea of a free energy machine is that it puts out more energy than you put into it, which... Breaks the laws of physics, particularly the second law of thermodynamics. Generally, disorder increases in a system unless external energy is visited upon it. And so, the and idea that
1: is why evolution is not real.
0: Oh goodness, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that particular law of thermodynamics gets misused quite a bit. So, yeah, it's it's an impossibility. And anytime you talk to somebody who's spent any time in a patent office, they'll tell you about all of the people who show up with free energy plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yes, Bless their hearts. As he's showing me this very intricate machine, and we'll post uh, pictures and maybe even video of this, he's telling me, yeah, I'm just looking for funding. And as I was going back and- <laughs> What lo- does it do? <laughs> okay, oh, that's right. I was working towards a Oh, okay. A I thought he just didn't
1: tell you. Okay.
0: All right. Well, to cut to the chase and answer your question, what it's supposed to do is create energy and then affect a radiant field- That will then transmit energy from one location to another. So you can have things that are not attached by wires and say light up a bulb that's not touching the generator that's sending it energy. Oh wow! So he was telling me in all of this.
1: See, no wait, you just described that, and that made me think those people who are afraid of five G and stuff should be terrified of this machine,
0: right? Not except these
1: people should get along.
0: But except he's describing this in very spiritual terms, sure, and talking about how energy is the basis of biology, and it, it's mi- oh my goodness! As he was talking, there were just so many terms about yeah how like the yin and the yang is symbolized in the polarity of a magnet, and it's not just north and south, but there's oh also there's a void vortex that goes through the magnet. We're harnessing that. And I'm just, Whoa, whoa. Okay. I'm not sure exactly what you're saying here, but you've got all these wires wrapped around things and you've got all these lights. And <sighs> the funny thing to me was is he's telling me that he just needs a little bit of funding and then you Aww, know, this is going to work out. Funny. But but I went and found a video of him from eight years ago and he showed the exact same thing and said, I'm just looking for a little bit of funding. Aww, buddy. Yeah. So it's uh, either he hasn't gotten the funding he needs or... These devices aren't going to get out of this little demo stage. I
1: want him to bring that on Shark Tank, though.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and it looks legitimately cool. Like, it has that fun flux capacitor energy to it. You know, Mm -hmm. like some mad scientist has cobbled this together. And he has. You know, and then he's got these little mini Tesla coils. Uh, Think of like a tall cylinder wrapped around with red copper wire and uh, little caps on the top. And, you know, he just has all these little pieces sitting around. And on the videos I found, he has some demos where... He'll light up a light bulb. But he stuck the two different ends like into a pot with a plant. Oh, you showed me this. Yeah.
1: And completes the circuit through the soil.
0: So the question is, okay, yeah, what exactly is being demonstrated here? I'm not sure. So he was telling me that he had successfully charged a cell phone with this technology. And I said, oh, like one of those phones that has the Qi wireless charging And he said, yeah, though, you know, not in that way. Because
1: that's bad.
0: Yeah, well, but I was going to say, like, well, that's cool. Because at least then you know the exact specifications of the input that it needs. Like, you Mm. know, that one of those chargers, that's something that you can find out. Yeah. And uh, he said, yeah, but, you know, we're doing it at much longer distances. And Mm. I said, oh, cool. Well, yeah, I saw he had a modern phone there next to him. Did you charge your phone that way? He said, oh, no, no. It's just, you know, I did it enough so that I I saw like the little charge symbol go on so I knew I'd made a connection. Okay. I mean that sounds cool. Okay. He yeah. was he wasn't ready to demonstrate that with the hardware he had there. Anyways, there was so much complexity to what he was talking about and he was quickly alluding to these figures like Walter Russell and Ernest Norman, Nikola Tesla. Oh yeah, he also kept dropping zero point energy. Into- What's that? Okay, so that's another thing that's kind of hypothetical. Okay. I'm certainly no expert in zero point energy, but it's like it is a real thing where you have the least energy state in a system and the idea is that you could theoretically harness this to accomplish very, you know, large exertions of energy by manipulating this low point. So Ooh, okay, so, and and it's kind of like you know the buzzword like quantum energy okay. itself, where people will say it and know that it's something that scientists have talked about,
1: right? Uh,
0: but then you know there's never been any practical application of it. That would make sense on the scale of things we're talking about. Got it. In uh, the Incredibles Syndrome, he picks up all the Incredibles with this little thing he's got like on his finger, mm-hmm. like a little ring, and he picks them up in this bluish energy field and throws them around. And he says, zero point energy, pretty cool, made it myself kind uh, of thing. Okay. And all of us nod our heads like, oh, yeah, so well, we've heard of that.
1: <laughs> Walter has memory. Email Ross.
0: <laughs> Speaking of science and uh, how to educate our youth. In actual science This isn't an ad or anything But I think you should all know about Camp Quest And particularly Camp Quest West You've heard me talk about it before It's a summer camp I've been involved for lo, these many years Since Andrew was, I don't know, like 11 or something And he's been involved And he's now old enough to be a counselor Oh, that's so cool Yeah, and Kara's recently started uh, volunteering a bit for them
1: Andrew is Ross's son and Kara is his wife
0: And uh, Camp Quest West is accredited Through the ACA, American Camp Association all the counselors they learn first aid. It's it's an awesome. Reiki. <laughs> no, they don't oh. learn Reiki. But you know we might teach them. We might teach a class uh, that involves learning Reiki, so you can learn how to uh, kind of examine such claims. So you know it's like any other camp experience, but without the religious component. But there's lots of singing. There's lots of uh, canoe and archery and making lemonade and hiking trails. But also. A component of science and philosophy. So there's two weeks of camp in Northern California near Grass Valley going from June 28th to July 11th. And then our Southern California session is near Wrightwood, California, July 19th through 25th. So if you've got kids somewhere in the 8 to 14 range, sign them up. It's a great experience. It's a life-changing experience. Just wanted you all to know about it. Holla. So you can go to campquestwest.org. But there are other Camp Quests... Uh, it's part of a network around these United States. There's a very likely one within range of you if you are somewhere else other than California.
1: Ross isn't even getting paid to say these words.
0: I'm on the board. Yeah. <laughs> That's how much I uh, support Camp Quest. It's really like a top-notch organization, and uh, I want more people to have that experience. Yeah. So feel free to throw me questions if you have questions about it. I don't mind getting those emails. <laughs> Anyways, there was a lot coming from Michael Lee. He seemed like a really nice guy. This project that he's working on is called the Magnavex.
1: Oh, okay. A,
0: with the trademark research project. And on his video, because I was working so hard to try to understand what was the actual claim. Uh-huh. And this one title card from his video seemed to be like the most succinct statement I could find. It said taking an electrical charge and stepping up the frequency and voltage to a radiant point where other sub-Tesla coils can then be designed to receive the electrical signal sent.
1: I actually followed that a little better. Oh, good. Okay.
0: Yeah. So um, he was giving a talk on Sunday night Okay. at 8 o'clock. I was hoping to go.
1: And this was Saturday at this point. Yeah. We talking to him. And
0: I'll spoil it in advance. Unfortunately, I, I'd called my dad like I do every Sunday. So... <laughs> A little after eight, I wandered up there and said, oh, can I still get in? And it was a $40 workshop.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I was willing to pay the money. But the guy said, oh, they've already closed up the ticket selling. So Aww. he couldn't even take my money.
1: Oh, geez. And he
0: said, "It want to be fair to let you in, you know, because I've had to turn away other people. Yeah. He said, if you stick around, I can let you in for the last half hour at nine o'clock. And I was like, eh, I think I'm going to go home.
1: You could have been like, but I have funding. <laughs> let me in there. Tell him I'm the guy with the funding. And then I bet you would have been let in.
0: That would have been a lie.
1: That would have been a lie and heartbreaking for him. I wonder what he thinks is gonna happen. Like is some techno. Elon I don't Musk. Have he's waiting words for, for the thing. He's
0: waiting for Elon Musk or, or Jeff Bezos to come along. Yeah,
1: and exactly. Walk through and be like, hmm, let's see. I just came is, here to see if there are any inventions.
0: This is legit and here's a bunch of money.
1: Yeah. Uh, Buddy, they're not going to the conscious life expo.
0: He but he'd also given talks at the Institute of Noetic Sciences.
1: Love it. What are those?
0: It's like spiritual sciences, essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's I like
1: that word, noetic. Oh,
0: absolutely. It sounds poetic.
1: Exactly. But also like Noel.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I agree. That is a, a lovely word. He's also spoken, of course, at the Unarius Learning Center. Mm-hmm. And he told me he spoke at a Tesla conference. Okay. And so I was like, oh, all right. Well, I'm guessing it's not like Tesla the car. <laughs> Or, or even something that's <laughs> or very it's
1: in someone's Tesla,
0: or, or, or that's very officially connected with Nikola Tesla. So I looked this up. It was the Tesla Technology Conference in Albuquerque. He spoke there in 2017. I, that's the website i showed you that looked like it was
1: oh a, yeah an, yeah an
0: angel fire website from, from like
1: 95 exactly yeah. yeah 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 dancing bears across the bottom not yeah. literally R- lots of animated kind of
0: gifts minimal yeah yeah so uh anyways he was he seemed like a delight he spoke very fast in terms i did not fully understand
1: that you got this much out of it is very impressive
0: i hope he gets his funding
1: <laughs> i do too do you have a contact info for him if someone's listening to this and they're like, I have been wanting to fund a perpetual motion machine? Oh,
0: he's put himself out there on the web. You, you can definitely connect with him online.
1: Okay. What's his name again?
0: Michael Lees. Lees. L E A S. Here's the description from his talk. This will explain it far better than I ever could. Title The Man, Myth, and Mystery. Nikola Tesla's futuristic thinking transformed our world. His alternating current generators built our modern society. In this unique Tesla energy presentation... Michael Lees will explain and demonstrate his Tesla research for us in layman's terms. Okay. Is that true? I don't know. Hmm. We will see why Tesla should be rightly regarded as the electrical genius of our times. He will also discuss his own research and experiments with zero-point technology, its relevance to our past, present, and future society, and how energy is the foundation of our body, mind, and spiritual evolution. Our desire to have free energy and to know how UFOs can travel between the stars is bringing us new questions. Tesla knew the answer. It's an electric universe.
1: Okay. Boy, spoiler.
0: Yeah. Uh, and there you go.
1: Ross, what kind of bra were you wearing during all of this?
0: I was wearing my very light and very see-through non-existent bra.
1: Oh, your Invisibra. Mm-hmm. I always liked that one, but I like my bra even better, the one I am wearing... Right now. Is that true?
0: Carrie is yes. checking under her shirt. Yes.
1: Yes. My third love bra.
0: Did you know that breast shape matters when finding a good fit? Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a man and I'm telling you about bras.
1: It's true. It, you're you're know, right though. Some men wear bras. You're not one of them. Some do.
0: Well, in about 60 seconds, Carrie, Third Love's Fit Finder Quiz could help you identify your breast size and shape and find styles that fit your body.
1: Well, Ross, like I said, I already have a third love bra, so I already did that, so Sounds I like have one. Okay. You know what? But, I,
0: actually, uh, my wife, <laughs> Cara Bloscher, she just got another third love bra. Does it, she love it? It's very nice. Yeah?
1: Oh, I love them. And it's weird that we'd be talking about this because Odo, Ross & Carrie is supported in part by third love.
0: That's an amazing synchronicity.
1: I know. And they use the measurements of millions of people to design bras in over 80 sizes with all day comfort and support. My favorite feature is that they have these straps that don't slip Mm because they've got like an accordion design. and
0: that's a problem.
1: Oh, it's such a problem.
0: In other bras. In
1: other bras. Not my third love bras, no sir. And they have lightweight memory foam cups, so Mm -hmm. they're not as like heavy and bulky as your usual bra.
0: And at least from my perspective, a great feature is the tagless labels. Mmm. Mm -hmm. Because I've cut tags off of bras before. Mm -hmm. You know, like this thing keeps sticking out. Here, let me get rid of it for you. But you need that information on there sometimes. They put it on the bra itself.
1: Yeah, it's just printed on there. Brilliant. Smart. And every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, put it to the test. And if you don't love it, return it and 3rd Love will wash it and donate it to a person in need.
0: Also wonderful and smart. 3rd Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off. On your first order.
1: So go to thirdlove.com slash oh no right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase.
0: That's thirdlove.com slash oh no, O-H-N-O, for 15% off today.
1: Well, I would never go anywhere without my third love bra. Mm-hmm. What's something you would never go anywhere without?
0: One thing I want to make sure never to forget, wherever I go, is my toothbrush.
1: Oh, I am with you.
0: Yeah, you need a toothbrush because brushing your teeth. Otherwise, what what are you doing? You're taking toothbrush and like moving around with Ugh. your finger or something like that. That's such
1: a nightmare when that happens.
0: That's right. Yeah, you really do feel terrible when you're like, oh, I didn't pack a toothbrush. Ridiculous. But guess what? I have an extra special toothbrush.
1: Really? Yeah. Tell me about it.
0: All right. It's called a Quip. Yes. Yeah. Q U I P, and it's an electric toothbrush, but it's not like one of those bulky ones that you have to plug into the wall. Or it has like this uh, crazy fat handle or something like that. No, it uses like a AAA battery. It's super svelte, nicely designed. And uh, yeah, it's become my favorite toothbrush.
1: I have one as well. It's a great traveler as well. Mm-hmm. Because it's so sleek and small. You can just fit it right in. I mean, you could put it in your backpack. It wouldn't take up space.
0: I can't remember how long I've had this, but I've only changed the batteries once. And I remember thinking like, why is this still working? <laughs> <laughs> this should have given out by now.
1: Yeah, it's too good. And Quip wants you to know that no matter what brand you use, if you have good habits, you're good.
0: Yeah. You know, I've gotten really good lately at flossing on a regular basis because that's never been my strong suit. But Quip's all about promoting healthy tooth maintenance. Quip helps you brush for two minutes. It's got like the, the timer and it changes up every 30 seconds to remind you to move to a different section of your mouth. Uh, they encourage you to brush twice a day, floss regularly. And they have floss as well that you can get.
1: And their electric toothbrush has sensitive sonic vibrations with a built-in timer and 30-second pulses to guide a full and even clean. Plus, they deliver fresh brush head floss and toothpaste refills every three months with free shipping.
0: That's awesome. So uh, go to getquip.com slash oh no right now for your first refill pack free.
1: Spelled getquip.com slash oh no.
0: Quip, the good habits company.
1: So I'm going to skip ahead a little bit in time here. You can pull me back whenever you like, because you have one of those perpetual motion machines.
0: That's the sound they make.
1: So the next thing I did in my little world was I met my friend Ross after a talk in order to get some samosas.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yum, 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 yum. So there was a samosa house. Station in there, and for $12, everybody, you could get a huge plate of Indian food. It was great.
0: You uh, chose wisely. I made the rookie mistake of being hungry and just going for the first eatery I saw. Though, I don't know why I'm calling it a mistake. I ended up eating a giant falafel gyro, which was actually quite delicious. Oh,
1: yeah. That sounds good. So then you and I sat outside for a bit while I ate because it was very, very stimulating in that hall. (laughs) Yeah. And then I believe the next thing I did was met my new, very best friend, Dylan Lewis Munro.
0: Oh, yeah. I never got to make his acquaintance, but I believe you that he exists.
1: <laughs> he does. He is my very best friend, and I have not spoken to him since. Okay. But he is the creator of the Deep State Mapping Project project. Is that
0: what that uh, manila envelope is that you have in front of you with the alien on it?
1: Yes. So we've got top secret, an alien, the U.S. flag, the words deep state. This is
0: a sparkly multicolored U.S. flag. Yes.
1: Yes, indeed. The words deep state mapping project. And then this symbol, which I think is pretty cool. It's like
0: the, it's like a the, bunch
1: of arrows coming out of a
0: yeah it's like the eightfold path maybe you've hmm. got eight arrows coming out of the center okay and, interesting uh and then yeah it, it's stamped it says top secret are, are you able to share this with all of I, us
1: i know and it is top secret but for 40 dollars, it doesn't have to be okay So um, Did
0: you give him $40?
1: (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) Oh, my God. I had such a good time talking to Dylan. Oh, phew. Okay, Dylan is a young man. He's probably about 30. He's incredibly hip. Like, as I was talking to him, I was like, what are you doing here? Because it was like someone I would meet at like a very cool comedy club or something like super lucid, super smart, very like young, hip energy. Wow. But talking about Q... And (laughs) Pizzagate. And it was so strange. So
0: Q is like deep state conservative conspiracy nonsense.
1: Right, yes. I'm
0: tipping my hand here.
1: Uh, Yeah, so if you don't know, gosh, how do we summarize this briefly? If you don't know and or if you don't live in the U.S., there is a concept that there is an underground network of abusive (sighs) operatives working for the government. And it's,
0: yeah, it's a front for pedophilia and just all kinds of horrible genetic experiments and
1: Illuminati stuff. Every
0: filthy, horrible thing that you can imagine that's not real, but you need to invoke your disgust uh, censors about, they attribute to this uh, deep state governmental agency.
1: So there's this one person we don't know anything about. Their name is Q. I think Q is usually referred to as he, but I don't think Q is confirmed to be male. And Q is a whistleblower from within that system who will occasionally drop words of wisdom on Reddit, I believe, <laughs> you know, blowing open some of this secret information.
0: Yeah, QAnon, is that the name yes. of the handle? Yeah,
1: Yeah, or QAnon, I think, is like the broader network okay. surrounding Q, who's the person. Got it. So I walk up to Dylan's booth and... Dylan is a great graphic designer. So there's just all these really cool.
0: Yeah. Carrie opened this eight and a half by 11 folder and out came a bunch of handouts, leaflets, different colors. There's like a bright salmon colored sheet you have there Mm -hmm. with some cool graphic design. He did all of this. Yeah. And you've got kind of an origami square size orange piece of paper with Very fine writing on it.
1: Yeah, for now, just look at the design and and try not to absorb the content. Okay, okay.
0: Oh. All (laughs) right, there's another eight and a half by 11 sheet. This one's laminated.
1: Laminated. And
0: yeah, we've got like a factory and a tree and just all of these crazy lines. Think of like a subway diagram.
1: Yes, oh, exactly. For
0: the London Underground or something, but immensely more complicated with way more stops than you would ever need.
1: And hundreds of tiny words.
0: Oh, connecting them. okay. All right. You've got my attention. This is interesting.
1: Um, yeah. So, I mean, this Whoa. is just endless. Like, if we tried to describe everyone, it would be the rest of the show. But oh, I'd pay like,
0: $40 for this. Right? Whoa. Um, here's
1: one that says Watergate, Pizzagate, Stargate. What? And then has a bunch of other writing around it. So, I walk up and I see a few of these on shirts and on posters and stuff. It catches your eye oh, right away. Yeah,
0: great graphic design going on here. This is this is pro level.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I stopped and I was like, "Whoa, what the hell is all this?"
0: Oh my goodness! It carrie's flipping through all this stuff. This is uh, flipping amazing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so as I walk by, I see all these things on big posters and whatnot. And I was holding this huge print of aliens coming out of a UFO that I had bought for Drew. Yeah. Which that's a whole other thing to get into. But as I'm walking by holding this print, Dylan stops me and is like, oh my God, that's so cool. What is that? And so I explained to him, oh, you know, it's from this guy upstairs Mm -hmm. who's been abducted and he does art about his own abductions. And he's like, oh, cool. That's so amazing. Can I take a picture of it? I say, sure. I hold it up, takes a picture. And he's like, that's so amazing. And the fact that you picked it means that you are really in tune because you know what? I talk to those guys.
0: Whoa, the aliens in the picture? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and thus a beautiful friendship was born.
1: <laughs> exactly. So he's like, I can channel them, and they look exactly like that, and they're the ones who give me all this. And he gestures to <laughs> this art. Oh, it's
0: a download.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: what does he? What does he look like? What's he wearing?
1: Okay, he was a Caucasian gentleman, tall, thin. I know he had a leather or maybe faux leather jacket on. Okay. And then like jeans. I'm telling you, a hip dude. <sighs>
0: This is so weird, because I feel like normally to wire your mind in the way required to kind of take this QAnon stuff seriously, you, by necessity, need to unwire other parts that control good grammar and <laughs> design and kind of cogent dressing and speech.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah, I feel like these things don't go together. It's, this,
1: it's not common.
0: Dylan is his name? Dylan. He sounds like an enigma.
1: Dylan Lewis Monroe. Huh. Yeah, so I'm like, "Yeah, what what is all this?" And he said, "Yeah, this is information that I get from the masters and they tell me about the secret structures of society." Yeah, so he starts explaining to me what all these info diagrams are and I got one for you. <gasps>
0: oh, thank you. So,
1: that is a sticker.
0: Oh, this is dense. Oh, there's there's lines pointing to other things. Oh my goodness, Moloch, Zoroastrianism, Yahweh, Oh, it's like a like a what is it? Brenner soap, but as a oh, diagram. Dr. Bronner's. Bronner's, that's it. Yeah, Dr. Yeah, Bronner's soap thing, but
1: like sort of a flow chart.
0: Freemasonry, the Vatican. Oh, good, the Vatican, of course. Jesuits, <laughs> God's assassins, the Templars, Rome, Council of Nicaea.
1: Switzerland makes an entrance.
0: Club Thirty Three, Walt Disney established nineteen twenty
1: three. A CNN
0: terror bombing, Manhattan Project, the atmosphere, NSA. And, and yeah, all of these. Weird little lines connecting some to the others. Mm-hmm. CIA 1947, Geneva. Google is, <laughs> is pointing at Operation Mockingbird, which is pointing back at it. Oh, Israel with the Star of David 1948. Psyops, CNN, The New York Times, Media Monopoly. What is going on? Philema is in there. Whoa. Which oh. we joined. Yeah.
1: Nikola Tesla, oh. Human Sacrifice,
0: Antarctica,
1: mm-hmm. Scientology,
0: Neuschwabenland, Empire Beneath the Ice, false
1: Chemtrails, f- Vaccines, Monsanto,
0: False Flags, 1984. He's figured it all out. He's drawn the connection. We have no idea what the connection is, but it's <laughs> all here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, NASA nineteen fifty eight means to deceive. We've oh. heard we've heard that. Is he a flat earther, you think?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know if I asked him that. Do you
0: have his contact info? Oh
1: yes, I do. I'll get there.
0: Can we text him?
1: I don't have his phone number, oh. but I have his email.
0: Okay stuff. Okay. <gasps> Nikola so, Tesla, zero point energy, it's all connected
1: I'm gonna have to pry you away from that yeah, because there's so much more to get through of Dylan's genius okay. So okay. he has figured out the cabal that runs our society And oh. that's somehow different from the thing you just looked at
0: Okay, this is another flow chart, but this one is more rectangular
1: Okay, this is uh, just the military-industrial complex so that one, let's see. We've got vaccines again. Those are part of controlling everybody, genetic engineering, the CIA, drug distribution. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That one I'm going to guess has the most truth on it at, you know, 3 to
0: 5%. Okay, this laminated one, this is like a larger version of the smaller one we were looking through earlier.
1: Mm, more extended. He got more info.
0: Yeah. Oh my. This is literally jaw-dropping. I just realized I had my jaw down. Oh, cool. Okay.
1: Now here's one, the cult <gasps> of Baal. So this is all evil stuff on this one.
0: I want to meet this guy.
1: Mostly spiritual, I know. Okay. <gasps> oh, uh, oh
0: Gaia's on here. All right. Yeah. Yep. Emery Smith. Oh.
1: <laughs> Skip ahead Wiki a little bit. WikiLeaks. Alex
0: Jones. Infowars. Oh, and interesting. The connecting lines have a little like. know, is that? Fire? Or wiggly lines. Oh, this is so weird.
1: Then here's an energy map. I think you'll be interested in this one. Ooh,
0: Ivanka's on this, uh, this green one.
1: This one's an energy map. As you can see, it's the different kinds of energies. Not sure if they're good or bad.
0: Oh my goodness, this is kind of arranged like one of those tree of lives that they arrange around in a circle mm-hmm. just to handle all the crazy expansion. Oh, But wa- it's so
1: pleasing to look at. It
0: really is. Oh. There, There is just such a weird, rare form of brilliance going on here.
1: I know. Y'all can't see it, but...
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah, this is great (laughs) great radio, great radio.
1: (laughs) Okay, and then he gets these universal language of light, light codes that he downloads from the universe. Yeah, of course. Uh, So here is an excerpt of the writings of Dylan. He downloaded this from Commander Hatton, who's one of the masters from above. It says, Being etheric in my natural state, I have no need for verbalization. Your language was designed to facilitate commerce. There is another language, more ancient, more conducive to discourse at the higher level, but you've forgotten it. It is the universal language of light. These are valid pulses of energy frequency and are not of mystical origin. They are, in fact, totally physical in explanation. These units of information are at once more specific and more inclusive than your words. They've been designed to convey organic yet concise, comprehensive informational content. And then at the bottom it says translated by asset number 145, which is Dylan. Oh, okay.
0: Um, Oh, so, so he speaks that language.
1: He, no, he downloaded that statement, okay. which this being had translated for him, I guess. Well,
0: thank goodness English could be pressed into translating such etheric terms.
1: Good point. Such and light
0: then, pulses of wisdom.
1: Right. And then I guess he gets these light pulses in his brain. And then translates them? I don't know. But this is what the light codes look like. I'm showing you. It looks kind of like the symbol for Adidas.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's kind of a triangle with truncated ends and lines inside of it. All right.
1: And then uh, this one might be my favorite. This is the healing web which has on the right side, all the good stuff, holistic medicine stuff. And then on the left, the bad stuff, the big pharma, oh, yeah, et cetera. the
0: polluting chemical companies.
1: But here's my favorite part. They're within the big pharma bad area, there's a tiny circle labeled useful. So there are some things that even though they're big pharma, they're still okay. And those include casts. C-
0: casts, Like okay. if you
1: break a leg. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, autopsy, biopsy. Diagnostics, MRIs, rehab, rare diseases. These
0: are all approved.
1: These are okay. okay. Um free health care. Okay.
0: Hey, all right.
1: Um crutches and wheelchairs. But things like anesthesia, no no. Hospitals, no, 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 no. Mercury fluoride.
0: Wait, 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 where do you go get your cast if hospitals are bad?
1: <laughs> you make one. I don't know. Vaccines, obviously.
0: So wait, uh, he designed all of this?
1: Yeah. So
0: So he does he represent a group or does he work for somebody? It
1: is just him. He is the conduit of all this knowledge and he and his friends started a YouTube series called The New Templars. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. So he's he's at this booth and he's with two of his friends, one of whom is an older gentleman who is his co-host on the New Templars. That guy looks a lot more like who you expect when I say conspiracy theorist. <laughs> he's an older dude, not as hip to talk to. I don't know.
0: I see it. New Templars. Okay. They just got a new subscriber.
1: And then there's also a young woman with them. And both the older man and the young woman both just treat Dylan The way you would if you thought someone was the special conduit of these people in the sky. They they treat him with a lot of reverence.
0: So this is like a ground level personality cult starting?
1: I think so. I think it's just on the precipice. And she actually said to him she pointed to a table a few tables down that had like a huge guru photo with like you know a huge halo around the person and she said we got to get one of those of you dylan and he laughed and said to me like i mean i think that'd be a little narcissistic and
0: that's what father yod said before his (laughs) portrait showed up
1: right so then she said but think about it like those people know that their guru has like special access to knowledge you have special access to that kind of knowledge and you know oh. i could just see him struggling with that right like oh this,
0: this thing that i've starts. said
1: i right know this thing that i've said i didn't think would get that sort of attention on me but
0: now i have to process can i use this
1: yeah it was it was weird
0: what was she like was she of a similar age yeah. she
1: was younger she was probably like 22 23 oh boy
0: well uh, carrie <laughs> oh boy. if i may interrupt for just a moment please I think we should read our listeners a Jumbotron.
1: Oh, yes. Flip, 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 flip. Going you, through my Jumbotron you got one? book, uh, Wedding My Quill Pen. How about this one for the podcast Ain't Slayed Nobody?
0: Oh, yeah. We are Ain't Slayed Nobody, an actual play, Call of Cthulhu tabletop role playing game podcast set in the Old West. You don't need to know the game at all to enjoy our show.
1: We blend jokes and cosmic horror storytelling while pretending to be cowgirls, prospectors, and preachers going up against unspeakable terrors.
0: So search for and subscribe to Ain't Slayed Nobody, our campy horror fun podcast, on Apple or preferred platform. Holla! Yeah, fun. I never knew such a thing could exist.
1: I know. Have you ever played Call of Cthulhu? I have not. Yeah, me neither. But while... I've got you on the line, Ross. I have another Jumbotron, flip, 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 that I've been wanting to to read.
0: Oh, what you got?
1: This one is from a mystery person, probably God. They didn't okay. say their name, but okay. I'm just going to assume God, the creator of the universe. And it says, oops, <laughs> I let my card lapse for my membership. <laughs> this is a makeup Jumbotron because you guys are awesome.
0: And I guess I'm supposed to write to promote something, so uh, I'm going to promote that you support your local shelters. Oh, <laughs> that's so great!
1: You know, it just occurred to me. I don't know if they mean animal shelters, like adopt a cat oh, or yeah. dog, which is how I interpreted it, yeah. or if they meant like like shelters food and for sustenance, people shelters. experiencing
0: homelessness, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Either way, support both. And and we don't know who this listener was, except that they are fantastic.
1: Exactly, and probably
0: God. Or at the very least, classy and attractive.
1: hmm We are attracted
0: to you. So if you want to get a Jumbotron message, you can just go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. And uh, that's how you sign up to give a message that we'll read out on the show.
1: That's right. That's how that works. Make us promote your own local shelter.
0: Make us say silly things. We'll do it.
1: Yeah, I'll do it. Probably. Yeah, we'll do it. Probably. We'll probably, do, probably it. do it. We'll probably do it. We drink our pee. Our standards are low.
0: If not, then we won't, but- we probably
1: will yeah we probably will (laughs) so i'm talking to all three of them and i was like yeah this is amazing i mean you're a really good designer too Mm -hmm. and he said yeah you know i get it all from the aliens and i was like yeah that's that's amazing and he said um
0: can the aliens help me design my business card
1: (laughs) he said that all of this stuff that you and I are looking at, this crazy knowledge, the government does have it, and some of it's going to be declassified soon. And I said, oh, wow, cool. Who's going to declassify it? And he said, uh, well, Trump's going to declassify some of it, but probably not during his term. So after he leaves, he's going to tell us all this stuff. <laughs> and I said, oh, OK, after his term. Uh, so then who are you? Maybe. Yeah. Who do you think you'll be voting for in the general election and he sighed he went <sighs> I mean probably Trump but like he's got his own thing <sighs> but I mean it all doesn't matter anyway you know and no. I was like oh no it does it does it matters <laughs> and he's like no, no no I mean I know it matters but it's all like <sighs> I mean, this is all like an illusion anyway. So it's like, what's the point? It was like a little passion play of like all these little ideas that sound harmless, but actually have very harmful implications. Yeah. we just being acted out in front of me. You and know?
0: they're somewhat contradictory and at cross purposes. And wow, he's got this all in his head.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he seems very sincere.
0: Like, this is dense, people. These diagrams we're looking at, (laughs) they have tiny, tiny font. Like, you need to get your face right in front of this to see the words that he's intricately arranged into these really impressive diagrams. Yep. Wow. Um, Speaking of which... Hey, everybody, it's election season. Oh, yes. Maybe you're in Iowa. Maybe you're in New Hampshire. Maybe you're in South Carolina. You've Mm -hmm. already voted at this point.
1: Maybe you're not in the U.S.
0: Well, uh, if you have the ability uh, to vote, you've got a vote coming your way. Super Tuesday is about to happen. That's Mm -hmm. a bunch of states, including ours. Get out there and vote. Vote. Please do. Vote well. You know, whatever Dylan says, this is one way we really can affect things. Yeah. And don't give that up. Don't yep. waste your shot. I happen to work in the elections. This Saturday and Sunday, I'll be working at the polls and on Tuesday. If you happen to be in the LA area, you can stop by any vote center. Mine will be at the Burbank YMCA. Come, hey, come go say see Ross. I'll help you vote. If
1: that isn't motivation enough for you, what is?
0: But yeah, this is important, people. Can't tell you enough how important it is to get out there and vote.
1: And to educate yourself before you do. Don't C- just vote the way your mom's voting.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, you would hope... People would take it seriously if they're going to do it at all. But uh, do do uh, you know? Read up, check your local editorial board, see what they say, uh, look things up.
1: Groups you trust. Yep. Yes. So I went home and I watched a new Templars video, and it's got like a, a significant following. They had uh, one point five thousand views.
0: Oh, okay. And yeah. now they have two point two four thousand subscribers.
1: Hey, nice. The video I watched was called The Trump-Tesla Connection.
0: Oh, okay. A lot
1: there, very meaty. And jumping ahead a little bit, I came back the next day and talked to Dylan again. And I was like, oh, hey, I I watched one of your videos. And he was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Which one? I said, oh, the Trump-Tesla one. And he's like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. This really tells me that you get it. And, like, I knew that. I knew that when I met you that, like, you... Get it. You know, Mm -hmm. you're like me. You know, we have a kindred spirit. I want to give you something. And I said, Cool. And he got out this.
0: (gasps) I saw that earlier.
1: So it was hidden beneath his table. And he said, I only give this to initiates. And it says Lord Ashtar on the back. And on the front is a glowing white man with long blonde hair. And Lord Ashtar is one of the extraterrestrials that he's been in telepathic contact with. And Lord Ashtar has actually been talking to humanity from space since the 1950s. He's the administrative director of Ashtar Command, and he's here to assess Earth and humanity through the current cycle of planetary cleansing and spiritual ascension.
0: All right, here is, I'm going to take a picture of Carrie with Lord Ashtar. Mm Mm-hmm. Excellent.
1: So I'm an initiate now. So then right after that, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I want to buy a couple of your things. Drew had expressed interest in wanting the Watergate, Pizzagate, Stargate shirt. So I got that. Um, (laughs) And then I said, oh, and you know what? I'm friends with the head of the satanic temple. Oh, yeah. Do you have anything he'd like? And Dylan's face just... Fell.
0: Like, can you give me back, my lord, Ashtar? <laughs>
1: exactly. And he goes, oh. Uh-huh. And,
0: and They're he, on the bad list. Yeah, he was like. Didn't you see them clearly labeled <laughs> right. amongst 50,000 other tightly <laughs> <laughs> written terms and phrases and groups?
1: Yeah, he said, your friend? And I said, yeah, his name's Lucian. And he's like, <laughs> okay. And I said, I mean, he doesn't believe in Satan. The Satanic temple is kind of, uh, it's a little cheeky, but like they don't actually believe in Satan. It's more of a statement of just sort of like rejecting authority and finding your own inner moral compass, that kind of thing. And he's like, okay. um." So he starts pawing through his shirts and he picks out one that has this design on it, which I think you noted earlier. Yeah. And mentions Satanists and baby eaters and all of that. He's like, I don't know, do you think he'd like this? And I was like, oh, absolutely. And so (laughs) I just, I saw him.
0: Oh, no. Just
1: like trying to decide,
0: Can I I want to make this sale. Anything else.
1: That too, but I really think he was like, "Uh, I'd like her $30. Mm
0: -hmm. I would
1: also not like to support the leader of a satanic Halt.
0: right
1: he decided to sell it to me so then later I emailed him and Lucian because I had shown Lucian the shirt I took a picture of it sent it to him and he was like oh my god it's so great so I said Lucian has a popular Patreon channel and I was like would you want to talk to Dylan on your channel and he was like oh my god absolutely see if you can hook it up so I wrote to Dylan and yeah? I was like, hey, uh, I'm copying Lucia and he'd love to have
0: you on the oh, show. Oh, no.
1: And he never replied.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. It's like burning his computer now.
1: <laughs> yeah. But the very last thing that happened between me and my best friend Dylan is he was like, oh, I, I also have to show you before you go this, this crazy thing. When I took a picture of you holding up The print of the alien art. Yeah. Just as I was taking that picture, someone walked by with one of my stickers, one of my light code stickers. And and most of
0: us would say, cool. (laughs) Coincidence. (laughs) And it
1: just happened. Sorry.
0: I accidentally clicked on Area 51 Storm and the Return of Kyo.
1: Oh, nice. (laughs) I'll pause
0: that. Continue.
1: (laughs) He said, and it just so happened that as this woman walked by with the light codes... It perfectly lined up with a beam of light in the art you were holding. And indeed in my art, there's like a beam coming out of the UFO ship and straight down through the painting. And this sticker was lining up, not perfectly, but pretty close to that beam of light.
0: Okay, let me get a picture and, of you with okay, this. Okay,
1: and I'll I'll show you the picture he took in a sec here. Wait a second,
0: I'm perfectly lining it up with light in the background. All right, here goes.
1: Now let me show you. The picture.
0: It seems like he's got mixed signals here about you. You know Lucian Greaves. He had this premonition about you, uh-huh. and light goes off, and synchronicities happen.
1: Yep. Um,
0: so are you good, or are you evil? I think Are I'm you a evil. good witch, or are you a bad witch? <laughs>
1: I think I'm evil. I'm
0: not a witch at all.
1: Hang on. So here it is, and I think you'll immediately recognize that the person holding the sticker is me. I'm oh, holding it in my left hand. Yeah, while holding the art in Whereas my right hand.
0: someone's walking by in the background, and he's interpreting them as holding a much larger copy of the sticker at a farther distance uh-huh yeah he should oh oh bless his heart
1: <laughs> also it's not that lined up with the beam but i did write back and said oh, thanks so much for this you know i think that's me holding the star code beneath the image <laughs> and he didn't reply
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway he and i are getting married
0: well we're sorry for drew he got <laughs> but uh, you can see why it's worth I, it well yeah you know? i mean yes If you don't understand it, listener, there will be a diagram forthcoming.
1: Yes. Then I also met someone selling what's called the Eye Pyramid, which is a pyramid with a pendulum hanging in it, and it's spinning around, spinning around, spinning around, and the way it was spinning really made you feel like it was interacting with a magnet, like that we had the same polarities, and so it was like being repelled. So I said, oh, this is cool. What do we got here? We got one magnet here and one down here, and the one in the bottom is spinning around. And he was like, no. <laughs> what we do is we take a tone, we play it inside of the machine, and then that tone Will be some sort of healing tone that generates the gyration. Duh. Yeah, and I said, "Oh, I don't, I don't hear the tone." And he's like, "Yeah, the tone's inside." (laughs) Okay. So uh Wait,
0: was this the booth where they were handing out like headphones or I don't know? That was a different thing. Okay. There's so many booths, people. So many booths. So many pyramids.
1: But don't worry, this pyramid with the tone you can't hear, that can heal various ailments. So I uh I took a video of him explaining a lot of this. We'll put that up. What else, what else, what else? Met a guy who is writing a comic book called Righteous that's based on his own life. It's a series about an ad exec who is visited by an energetic being and becomes enlightened.
0: Oh, you got your typical Hollywood story.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did read the first chapter. You can get it for free on his website, which is righteouscomic.com. And it's pretty fun. Pretty fun. Oh, yeah. I mentioned that I got that alien print for Drew. Those were all by Douglas Taylor, who is the guy who... Oh, yeah. He was abducted and then he started drawing them. And I think we saw him at the Ozark Mountain UFO conference as well.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Very cool prints. Drew really liked his.
0: Can I ask how much did the print cost? It was was
1: 35.
0: It was it was a good size, too. It was like two feet by three feet, something Something like like that. Something
1: like that. It's big. So then you had left, and I went down to the bottom floor, the secret lower, lower floor. That's the floor that, like, it's the unpopular little sister of the floors.
0: Right, yeah, Yeah. you could tell these are cheaper booths, perhaps.
1: And just there are no windows, and it's just got that very, you know, underground at a conference feeling. Yeah. So I stopped at one booth with a water purifier that was called the Water Slapper.
0: (laughs) The Water Slapper, (laughs) all right, why not?
1: And at the same booth, they were selling something called Superhero Lotion, that revitalizes powerful people. So as I'm walking by, I don't really want to talk about the water slapper, but a man comes (laughs) up to me and is like, hey, uh, what's catching your eye? And I said, oh, that lotion, that superhero lotion was catching my eye. What is that? And he was like, oh, wow. That draws the attention of a very few select, very special people. It draws the attention of superheroes. And it reinvigorates your superhero energy.
0: Okay. I'm like,
1: oh, wow, cool, okay. And then he said, oh, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. You know what? Can you actually give an interview to my friends here? And I'm like, what, what? Whoa, yeah,
0: Yeah, that's Uh, unusual.
1: Yeah, and he's like, my my friend's here. She's taking just like three to five minute interviews. So it's like, oh, okay, so this very young woman, maybe 20, comes up with a little camera and she's like, I'm an aspiring YouTuber and I am taking a video of everybody and asking them the same five questions. Do you mind? And I said, <laughs> sure. And she sits me down and she's like, define conscious. And I, I'm like... I just like the idea oh. of an
0: aspiring YouTuber. Since I know. There's no, there's there's no- barrier to intrigue. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: So she asked me to define the word conscious and I'm like... You know, just briefly trying to decide, like, do I use my actual definition of the (laughs) word conscious? I guess so. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I guess I think of conscious as aware of the self Mm -hmm. and absorbing inputs from the senses. She's like, oh, okay. How would you define the conscious life expo then? And I'm like, hey, I guess I would say it's a meeting of people who are all sharing various claims that are sort of on the the outside of what we would understand from science. (laughs) And she's like, okay. And she's like slowly realizing like, why are you here? Right. (laughs) And I could see that on her face.
0: Well, you're an aspiring YouTuber.
1: (laughs) You figure it out. Yeah. So then she said, oh yeah. She said, have you ever had an experience that just really shifted your understanding of spirituality
0: no oh, yeah
1: And i was like yeah <laughs> okay so and I, i'm not gonna go into this because everyone's heard it a million times but i have this story about having carbon monoxide poisoning and thinking i was haunted so i tell her that story and very briefly and she's like oh my god that's, that's crazy um Okay, but you can just see, yeah, she's like, <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, so finally she leaves, and that first guy who had pulled her over, he's like, so what's your thing?
0: <laughs> oh, wow, I said it like that.
1: Yeah, and I was like, what's my thing? He's like, yeah, like, what's your, what's your thing? <laughs> and I said, my favorite color is orange, <laughs> and he was like, oh. Oh, let me get the color cards. They're just like <laughs> oh term- <laughs> wow, squirrel. <laughs> yeah, totally. So he went and got these cards, and he's like, "Orange means you're like this. This is what your personality's like." I was like, "I can't believe I got off the hook that."
0: Best. Yeah, well, well done. <laughs> Thank
1: you. And then he asked me to look at the cards and pick ones that were speaking to me. And I was like, "Eh, brown and purple. And apparently brown meant centered and logical and purple was more new age, Jerry fairy. So he was like, isn't that amazing? that? Because you're clearly a brown, but you're here at this convention, which is more purple. I mean, how can you not believe in this stuff? Um, (laughs) 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 And then he was like, you got to go talk to the woman with the superhero lotion. So I go and I... I sit down with the woman selling the lotion, and she,
0: she was what nearby at a. At a she s-
1: was at the same table. Oh,
0: same table. Oh, okay, so you stepped half a foot to the right.
1: Yep. He's like, now you got to talk to her. You gotta. So I sit next to her, and I'm like, "Hi, I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm here." And she <laughs> said, "I don't know why you're here either." <laughs> and we both well, right. looked at each well, <laughs> other.
0: <laughs> well, we're at an impasse.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, she's like. He told you to come <laughs> over here? And I'm like, mm mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. And she kind of looks at him like, fuck you, man. Uh, and then uh, I was like, well, I, I saw your superhero lotion, and I, I you know, was kind of intrigued by it. And she's like, well, we can give you a sample. I said, great, sure. So she puts him in my hand, and it said on it like, Colloidal silver treats many things or something like that. So yeah. I said, Oh, is there colloidal silver in this? And she said, and gold. So I picked it up and looked at the ingredients, and neither of those are listed.
0: <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. And those would be important ones to list.
1: Yeah. So I said, like, oh, they're not in the ingredients list. And she's like, oh, that's a different, that's a different thing. Oh, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> she said, she said That you can put it on your hands and your face. It won't make you break out.
0: She doesn't even know which bottle she's pointing at.
1: Which bottle? Oh, gosh. I interpret it as just like, oh, ingredient lists. Those are like a whole other concept.
0: (gasps) (laughs) Who knows? Okay. (laughs) I don't
1: know. Um, (laughs) So she's like, these won't make you break out, though. Like, don't worry. You can put it all over your face. I do all the time. And like, I get bad acne, but this doesn't give me the acne. And I'm like, okay. And then I said, well, how about this? I'll wear it tonight. I'm going to be back tomorrow. So if I feel anything, I'll come back and get some. Yeah. And she's like, good, good. You know, I'm I'm a science-minded person too. I have a science background, so I get it. And I said, oh, cool. What's your science background? Yeah, yeah. And she said, everything. I love biology. But my favorite was probably doing surgery.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wait, okay. (laughs) I have a science background. What is your background? Everything. I'm a fan of- I love biology. Biology, but mostly the surgery?
1: My favorite.
0: My favorite. Was
1: doing surgery.
0: Okay. So
1: I said-
0: That was the end of the conversation, right? (laughs) No.
1: I said, oh, were you in med school? And she said, Ugh. I've been in lots of schools. Oh,
0: what is <laughs> going said, on?
1: I said, okay. I said, okay, where else do they let you do surgery? And she just nodded like this.
0: And Carrie is uh, scrunching her lips together with a knowing nod, <laughs> up and down, very self satisfied. Like, so oh, she's not answering your question. Okay. She hasn't done any surgery in her life. Maybe a psychic surgery. Exactly. Wow. So
1: much more happened, Ross, but I think we've got to save it.
0: Oh, seriously? Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. There's so much more.
0: This conference. Okay. It's taking a lot longer to describe than we thought, but there's just so much going on. There's
1: so much. I mean, we could have gone to just that lotion lady and given you an episode about it.
0: I guess so. All right. Well, I hope you don't mind all this detail about the Conscious Life Expo, but there's more to come.
1: Well, that's it for our show.
0: Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton.
1: Our administrative manager is Ian Kramer.
0: And our editor is Victor Figueroa.
1: You can support this and all our investigations by going to maximumfundorg forward slash donate.
0: That would be a lovely thing to do. You can also support us by giving us a positive review on iTunes or whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts. You can also tell a friend about us. That's how other people find out. Little known secret.
1: Hey, 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 hey.
0: You can also follow us on social media. We've got Facebook, facebook.com slash onrack.
1: We have Twitter at Ono oh Podcast.
0: And I just wanted to mention this again. We have transcripts on MaximumFun.org. If yeah. you go to our podcast page, usually it's a, you know, a few week delay, but you can find transcripts of previous podcasts. I think that's super cool for people who can't hear the podcast. People who want to look things up, find something we said. I find it super helpful myself.
1: And thank you to the person transcribing this right now.
0: You are a hero to the people. And you
1: need superhero lotion.
0: We thank you. And remember the dark journalist makes the case
1: he does, that it was Nixon that passed the Tesla tech to Trump
0: because Nixon had it in his possession at that time. And then, So that would explain at least some of the parts of, you know, how Nixon got his got himself with well, the letter. We didn't even say what the letter says. Yeah. The letter says, I really think you should um, run for president, run for president someday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's crazy.
0: That's a real thing. Yeah, that's a not that, real that's thing, the yeah. The letter is in the old yeah. office right now, I think, right? Body, mind, and spiritual evolution. Our desire to have free energy and to know how UFOs can love their third love bra. This is very nice. Yeah, I them. i to
1: be talking about because other rocks and is
0: supported in part by third love. That's
1: an amazing synchronicity. I know, and they use the measurements of millions of people to
0: design bras in over 80 sizes with all day comfort and support. My favorite feature is that they have these straps that don't slip, mm-hmm. that's like an accordion design. Yeah, that's a problem. Oh, it's such a problem. They know their to... bra.
1: Fairhaven's a city in a bubble. An actual bubble. It keeps the monsters out. Most of them, anyway.
0: I never liked the look of movies on Blu-ray. For my money, Betamax is the superior format. I'm thinking of deleting Facebook and going back to MySpace. As far as beverages go, I'm just kind of over water.
1: Though I guess at any given party, you're going to meet some dudes like that even if you're not in the middle of a nightmarish wasteland. Bubble, the sci-fi comedy from MaximumFun.org. Just open your podcast app and search for Bubble. I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott,
0: and we host Round Springfield. Round Springfield is a new Simpsons podcast that is Mm -hmm. Simpsons-adjacent. In its topic, we talk to Simpsons writers, directors, voiceover actors, you name it, about non-Simpsons things that they've done because, surprise, they're all extremely talented.
1: Absolutely. For example, David X. Cohen worked on The Simpsons but then created a little show called Futurama. Mm -hmm. That's our very first episode, so tune in for stuff like that with Yardley Smith, with Tim Long, with different writers and voice actors. It's going to be so much fun. And we are every other week on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. MaximumFun.org.
0: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
1: Listener supported.